appreciate Brother Rouse, his family, and the ministry of this good man, and letting God use him and bless him and anoint him and direct him in these services. Amen. And I won't even come again tonight and just obey the Holy Ghost. Obey the will of God in this place. That's our heartbeat. That's the heartbeat of this church. We want to please our Maker. We want to please the one that's been so good to us. Because each one of us, amen, amen, is a candidate of His goodness. Brother Rouse, come. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome. This pulpit again tonight. God bless him. Hallelujah. Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice? Would your hand clap tonight? Hallelujah. 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 Come on, would you do it from the bottom of your heart? God, I thank you, Jesus. Lord, there's nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The psalmist David in Psalms 23 said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, how many feel like that in the house of the Lord tonight? Come on, His goodness and His mercies. Come on, they're following after me. Come on, I'm never alone. I'm never by myself. But His mercy and His goodness is tracking me down. I'm moving and working in my life life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated for a few moments. Amen. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I said, how many is really glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? How many has been enjoying what God is doing in this place? Amen. Amen. I know that God is working. God is on the move. Amen. You know, I know that God, he's still a God of miracles. Amen. He's still a God that hears and answers prayers. Amen. There is nothing too hard for him. You know, I, um, I told this to Brother Moore, uh, me and my wife, the, uh, the rest of the story that you didn't hear this morning about uh, the blessing in Picayune and uh, Apostolic Tabernacle Refuge, our home church. Amen. Uh, the man that we, we told you about this morning that donated the money for the carpet, uh, just two years ago, this same man was approached by a lady in our church that was selling uh, chocolate-covered strawberries for a fundraiser we were doing. And this man asked her, what, just what do y'all believe? And so uh, he, she started telling him, you know, our, some of our doctrine and, and what we believed and, and uh, in Jesus' name and so on and so forth. And he looked at her and said, you know what, I'm sorry. I just will not support something that I do not believe in. And just yesterday, he sent a text message saying, you know what, uh, just let me know how much the carpet's going to cost, and I'll send you a check uh, for the whole amount. So just two years ago, he wouldn't even give $15 for some chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh, but yesterday, he said, you know what, uh, God is doing something great, and I'm going to be a part of it. How many feel that way in the house of the Lord tonight? I come to tell you about a God that's able to change somebody's heart. I come to tell you about a God that's able to touch somebody's mind. I come to tell you tonight about a God that's able to reach down when nobody else can and nobody else will. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, we serve a God that brings victory. We serve a God that knows how to give us a sound mind. We serve a God that knows how to give us confidence in the middle of our struggle and in the middle of our dilemma. God, we thank you. Jesus, amen, amen, amen. What a wonderful, wonderful God we serve. Amen. If you have your Bibles, 
Uh, 2 Kings chapter 13, amen, verse number 15, amen, 2 Kings chapter 13, amen, verse number 15, and I do feel like we've heard from the Lord today, amen, and uh, how many of us wants the Lord to have his way in this service tonight, hallelujah, amen, it's not God's will, we say it over and over again, but it's not God's will for you to leave the same way you came, amen, but it's God's desire, God's plan for your life to get a hold of something tonight that would shake you, but not only shake you, that it would it would do a work in you that would be everlasting, amen, that you would walk out of here tonight knowing that I have been in the presence of God Almighty, and when people look at you, I believe it's God's will for them to take note and to take knowledge like they did with Peter and John uh, and say, aren't these just ignorant and unlearned fishermen? Uh, but they took note that they had been with Jesus. Anybody want you to look, want people to look at you different tomorrow and say, hey, they're just an average ordinary guy, just an average and ordinary gal, but I can tell that they have been in the presence of, of Jesus. Come on, because in the presence of Jesus, uh, that's where you're going to find your healing, your restoration. Uh, that's where you're going to find the answers to life is in the presence of, of God Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Kings chapter 13, verse 15. Says, And Elisha said unto him, speaking of Joash, king of Israel, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said unto the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha, the man of God, put his hands upon the king's hand. And he said, open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. And the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek. Till thou have consumed them. And he said, take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hadst thou smitten Syria till thou hadst consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice. Amen. Here the man of God put his hand upon the king's hands. And he said, Shoot. And the king shot. And the man of God spoke a word of prophecy, a word of deliverance. They said, This is the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. The arrow of deliverance has been launched. The arrow of deliverance has been shot. Amen. I wonder if you would lay your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands together right now all across the house of the Lord. Lord Jesus, I come before you right now. God, I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. God, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, I admit my dependence upon you, God. I am nothing without you. God, empty me of myself, my own ideas and opinions, and fill me with your holy anointing, God. I pray that your anointing would destroy every yoke of bondage in this house. God, Lord, lift the heavy burdens off the shoulders of your people, God. Lord, I pray that there would be breakthrough and deliverance in the house of the Lord tonight. Bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God, I know and I declare that there is nothing too hard for you, God. Anoint every ear to hear your word, God. I know that you have come to open up prison doors to them that are bound in their spirit. God, I've done all. I know that you've come to make a way even where there seems to be no way. Do it by your mighty power and by your mighty anointing. And if any 
any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, let it be said that it was because of your anointing. One more time, let's clap our hands together all across this house. I wonder, does anybody have a praise on their lips tonight? Oh, come on, do you feel something stirring within your spirit that says, I feel him, I know him, I need him in my life. He's able. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Okay, I came to ask you, amen, a simple question tonight. How much victory do you want? I said, how much victory do you want? Hallelujah. In the passage that we read, we find that the man of God, Elisha, is sick. And he doesn't have much time left to live. He's in the waning hours of his life. Time for him is all but past. And Joash, the king of Israel, pays him one last visit. And there he bemoans that this great man of God is passing off the scene. Oh, my father, my father, the horsemen of Israel and the chariot thereof. He, he realizes that this is a mighty man of God. Although Joash may not be living up to everything that is required and expected out of him, there is still something on the inside of him that realizes that this is God's man and that this is God's anointed and here. Can I tell you that although Elisha was sick and although he was in his last hours, there was still something within him that he was aware of what was going on in the kingdom around him. Although he was not out and about like he was before, he still knew that there was trouble in the land and that things were not going just like they needed to be going. And here he is with a word from a from the Lord for this young man. Here he is with hope and letting this young man know God is able to do a great work in your life. God is able to turn things around for you. He tells Joash, take the bow and take arrow. And the king puts his hand on the bow. And Elisha puts his hands on the king's hands. If you could just picture in your mind, it's almost like a father with his son, giving his son a lesson on how to launch an arrow and how to properly use this weapon of war. Here is the king, no doubt trained and skilled in the art of the bow. He's trained in the art of war and here is a man of God treating him almost as a child and letting him know you cannot do anything without God's approval and without God's hand upon your life. Can I tell you, it's a good lesson to learn that you cannot do anything without God moving and working in your life. All your talents and all your skills are not good enough without God's hand and without God's man in your life. Without the voice of the Lord speaking over you and over your spirit, you'll never be victorious and you'll never have triumph in your life. You'll always be a couple steps behind. But when you allow God's man to put his hands on your life, you can receive instruction that will bring deliverance in your spirit and in your life. 
And the window was opened eastward. You see, the man of God understood. We've got to get our direction right. And we've got to get our focus right. For the Ford, the man of God understood. We, we, we've got, we we're not just going to go in any old direction. But we've got to make sure that we're headed in the right direction. We've got to make sure that we're not shying away from the adversary. That we're not shying away from the things that try to have dominion and control over our lives. But he said, hey, we're not just going to fight any old fight but we're going to take it to the Syrians that have depressed and oppressed us day after day and year after year can I let you know tonight in the house of the Lord that it's God's will for you to take your focus off of all those little things that try to bind you up and say hey I've got to put my focus on what matters most I've got to direct my attention toward where all of this is coming from. It's not man that's attacking me, but it's the adversary, Satan, trying to bring me down. And here, the arrow is launched toward Syria. And the man of God says, look, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. This is God setting in motion what is about to transpire and what is about to happen. And can I be bold enough to say here in the house of the Lord tonight that here in this house tonight the, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance has already been launched. The power of God has already been unleashed and the hand of God is already moving and the hand of God is already working. And I'm not just talking about just in this one particular service but I'm talking about in pre previous services even up to now the hand of God and the arrow of the Lord's deliverance has already been set in motion and can I tell you it's God's will to give you victory it's God's will to give you deliverance the man of God said hey you're going to have your deliverance and it's going to start with Aphek it's going to start with that place that is trying to contain you that place that's trying to restrain you that place that's trying to bottle you up that word effect means to contain, to restrain, to hold back. And the man of God said, God wants you to overcome those things that have you boxed in, that have you depressed, that have you oppressed. Those things that are holding you back like a chain, like a leash that keeps you from reaching your full potential. Oh, oh that those things that the adversary says you'll never overcome and you'll never defeat. You'll never have victory in your life. But here in the house of the Lord, dare I say it that the arrow of God deliverance has already been launched and God is already saying I've already begun to move and you don't even realize what I'm doing. I've already begun to give you victory. you got to just realize hey, I'm already in motion and I'm already working on your behalf and in your favor. For when the Lord sends forth His power and His presence, there's no foe and no adversary that can stand before him. Oh. 
Hallelujah. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord one more time? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I wonder what somebody shouting to God with a voice of triumph. Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice like a trumpet all across this house? Come on, we serve a God that is able. We serve a God that is mighty. We serve a God that is victorious, that is triumphant in battle. And there is nothing too hard for our deliverer. There is nothing too hard for our Savior. Hey, David said he's a rock. David said he's my shield. David said he is my fortress and who shall I be afraid we serve a mighty God hallelujah be seated hallelujah Hallelujah. now the word of God Pastor Moore had already gone forth God is already moving and God is already working but now Joash Take the arrows in your hands. And now what I want you to do is I want you to smite the ground. And, and here, this man, Joash, I just, when I'm thinking, as I read this, as I begin to think in my mind, how excited I would be if, if God had just told me, hey, you're about to have victory and you're about to have deliverance in your life. Can I tell you, Joash knew how many victories he needed over the enemy. He knew how much deliverance he needed from the Syrians. He knew how many battles he needed to win to take control over that that had been stolen not only from him but from his grandfather and from his father he knew what needed to be done to have total victory in his life but yet he takes and almost half-heartedly he smites the ground once and then twice and then that third time. And I, I can see the man of God as he's waiting with expectation. Uh, wondering, is this all that he's going to do? Uh, is this all the zeal that he has uh, for deliverance and victory uh, in his life? Uh, I want to ask somebody tonight uh, in the house of the Lord. Uh, is God looking at you tonight uh, and saying, I've already promised you total victory. Uh, but why aren't you working for it? Uh, and why aren't you willing to fight for it? Uh, I'm going to ask some Joe Ashes tonight. Uh, Come on, you got to make up your mind. How much victory do you want? How much deliverance do you want? Are you satisfied with just a little bit? Or do you want everything that God said you could have? Are you satisfied with just a touch? Or is there something in you that says, I want everything God has for me? I will not be satisfied until I have it all. Hallelujah. Elisha says, man, you should have smitten the ground five or six times. But yet, you're going to have a little victory. You're going to conquer the Syrians just three times. 
You're going to win your three little battles. And that's going to be all. And that's going to be it. Come on, can I preach to somebody here tonight in the house of the Lord? This problem that was going on was not a new problem. It was not a new situation. But Jehoahaz, Joash's father, had found himself so beat down by the Syrians that there was hardly nobody left to defend Israel. There was hardly nobody left to even fight for Israel. And he cried out unto the Lord. And the Lord said, I'm going to send somebody that's going to be a savior and that's going to be a deliverer. And I'll let you know tonight, come on, you are facing things and dealing with things that your grandfather dealt with but was not man enough to overcome. And I tell you, you're dealing with things that your father dealt with but was not man enough to overcome. And I'm not saying that in a hateful, despiteful way. But what I'm telling you is tonight there's an opportunity placed in your hands and God is saying I'm not going to hold your father against you I'm not going to hold your family against you how much victory do you want do you want to break free from those curses do you want to break free from those things that have you bound how much victory do you want how much do you want to overcome it's God's will for you to have total victory would you lift your hands with me right now all across the house of the Lord come on would you lift your voice with me right now hallelujah 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 can I tell you there's something that you gotta get a hold of God has made you some promises God has said hey I'm already set some things in motions but now I'm putting the weapons in your hands I've already told you that I'm with you and that I'm gonna be with you until you consume your enemy but how much victory do you want for yourself are you satisfied with just a little deliverance or is there something in you that says I want it better for my children I want it better for my family hey my family may have dropped the ball but as for me and my house we will serve the Lord I'm going to have everything that God said was mine in the name of Jesus Joash, your father couldn't break it. His father couldn't break it. But now here's your opportunity. What are you going to do? How much victory do you want? How much deliverance do you want? How many people have you heard say, Oh, I don't want it to be like this with my children. I don't want my children to deal with the same things that I faced and that I had to go through and that I had to fight with every day of my life. Oh, I want to ask somebody here tonight in the house of the Lord, you're carrying burdens and you're carrying things that your father put on you and that your grandfather put on you. You're walking around with scars and wounds hey, that you ought not to have to be walking around with. And I'm not making light of those things, but I'm here to tell you tonight in the house of the Lord, there is enough victory 
victory in this house for you to realize I don't have to be my father. I don't have to be my mother. I don't have to be like my aunts and uncles, but I can be the man. I can be the woman that God is calling me to be. And God is saying, I am for you and not against you. I am your deliverer. I am your weapon. I am your champion. And I will go with you. But how much do you want? How much victory are you longing for? Oh, Joash, you know you need more than just three. Joash, you know that you need more than just that little bit that you're settling for. Can I tell somebody with a Holy Ghost boldness tonight? You know you need more than just a little bit. You know that what's plaguing your mind is not just something simple, but it's very complex. And what you need is for God to completely renew and restore your mind. What you need is for God to completely pour the wine into your wounds. You don't need just a little, but you need total. You need total deliverance and total victory. How much victory do you want? How much will you settle for? Hey, some people, you've made up your mind. You know what, preacher? The Syrians are not all that bad. They're not really that tough. You know what? If I could just have a couple of small victories, that'd be all right with me, Pastor Moore. If I could just have a little deliverance here and there, that's fine with me. I'll settle for that. Hey, my father dealt with it, and I'm just like him, so that's all right. I'll just go with the flow and be what everybody else in my family has always been. Hey, but is there any difference makers in the house of the Lord tonight that said the buck stops here I'm through with it I'm finished with it I'm tearing it down I might have to do it brick by brick but I'm going to do it I might have to do it one battle at a time but I'll do it if it's five or six seven, eight or nine I'm going to do it I'm going to do it until my adversary is crushed under my feet by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, somebody shout unto God. Somebody shout with a voice of triumph. Yes. 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 You know, the 25th verse of that chapter tells us, tells us about Joash's victory. And it says three times he beat the Syrian. Three cities he reclaimed. Oh, and maybe from the outside looking in, some people might have said, oh, look at Joash. 
Look what he's accomplished. And look what he's done. Oh, but I wonder if on the inside he was feeling like, man, I've really messed up. That victory felt good. That victory felt great. Oh, if I were to just listen to the man of God. Hey, if I would have just had enough faith to believe it, I could keep doing this over and over again until I had my adversary crushed underneath my feet. But now I'll always have to live with the regret that I didn't put my whole heart into it, that I didn't give 100%, that I always just stayed right on the edge of greatness, right on the edge of the great anointing that God wanted to put on my life. I could have been a chain breaker. I could have been somebody that could reach to somebody and tell them, hey, I broke the curse in my family and you can break it in yours. My daddy was a drug addict. My mother was an alcoholic. Hey, but look at me. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I'm delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost. There's no more chains on me. There's no more bondage on me. But I'm loosed by the power of the Holy Ghost. My wife, go ahead. My wife will go ahead and make her way to the meeting. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a few moments. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many is thankful for the goodness of the Lord? Hallelujah. How many is thankful for the goodness of the Lord that says, you know what? Woo! It really doesn't matter what my daddy did but there's something in me there's something in me I said, there's something rising up in me. I, can, I see a good opportunity. I can pick up on a good opportunity when I really see one. Hey, the man of God has told me God's already launched his arrow of deliverance and it's directed right at the heart of my problem. It's directed right at the heart of what I haven't been able to overcome. It's directed right at the heart of my unfaithfulness. Hey, my father just went through the motions but he made it through all right. He wasn't never really fully sold out but I want to tell somebody tonight you want to make up your mind in spite of my father's unfaithfulness in spite of my mother's rebellion I will be saved I will be born again of the water and of the spirit I will not settle for just three but I want it all You know, <laughs> David, man, he know what it was like to face adversity in his life. But there was something on the inside of him that said, I know the voice of the Lord, and I know when I've heard from God, and there ain't nothing going to stop me from getting everything that God said was mine. 
Psalms 18 and verse 40 says, Thou hast also, thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. They cried, but there was none to save them even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. Then did I beat them down, small as the dust before the wind. I did cast them out as the dirt in the streets. What David was saying is I saw my opportunity. God gave me the neck of my enemy and I did not let up until he was like little bitty pieces under my feet. Hey, God said I'm giving you dominion. And when he said, I'm giving you dominion, I put my foot on him and I beat him down. I beat him down until there was nothing left. And when the wind began to blow, there went my adversary like dust in the wind, like dust in the street. When the wind blew, my adversary vanished. I wonder what would happen tonight. If somebody said, tonight is Monday, the weapons are in my hands. This is my moment. This is my opportunity to be what God has called me to be. I may have failed God yesterday. I may have failed God yet even today, but tonight is different. Right now is different. I've heard a voice of God, and it said, hey, I've already made a way for your deliverance. Can I tell you, when God starts something, he's able to finish it. If God starts leading you out of darkness, he won't leave you in the mouth of the cave, but he's going to bring you all, all, all the way out in the name of Jesus. Come on, some of you tasted a little victory, but you need everything. I said you need it all. Woo! Hey! Hey! I wonder what would happen. David said, I beat him down so little. He was like little particles of dust. And when the wind blew, it was gone. Can I tell you what we need here in the house of the Lord tonight? We need some men and women that'll hear the word of the Lord and say, tonight's my night. And I'm going to beat down my adversary so little that when the wind, I said that when the wind of the Holy Ghost begins to blow in this house, then it's going to carry it away. That when the wind of the Holy Ghost begins to blow, I'm going to have my victory. I'm going to have my breakthrough. I'm going to have my deliverance. I'm going to have everything that God said was mine. Come on, I wonder how much victory do you want? How much deliverance do you want? Is there something in you that says it's my time? It's my time. I will be free. I will be free in the name of Jesus. I want it all. I want it all. How much victory? How much deliverance? How much breakthrough? Come on, don't hang back. You know who you are. 
You want to push your way through the crowd and say, nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to hinder me. Nothing's going to hold me back. I will have it all. Over and over and over and over until your adversary 